0: top of the top, everybody. It's your boy QT, and this is QT, the Mariner Show. How y'all doing out there on this lovely Sunday? Hopefully, everybody in good health, good spirits, and you moving in the correct direction towards your goal, whatever those goals are that you've identified for yourself. Overall, I hope that, and I pray that everybody is in a good space. Now, today is March 20th. we got 11 days left until the end of the month. Why is that important, one may ask? It's because at the end of this month, that will mark the completion of the first quarter of 2022. Now, I like to use numbers. I like to break everything down in numbers. It makes makes things a little bit more real for me. Now, we started off 2022 with 100% of time, right? Or 100% of 2022. Now, we only have 75% of 2022 left. You know what I mean? That starts to change the perspective and the outlook of a lot of different things when you start applying numbers of things. At least for me, it does. Now, as I was sitting here thinking about 2022, we almost had 75% of the year left. I was just thinking to myself, like, damn, bro, time move hella fast. Like, when you're a teenager, you don't think about no time. You know what I mean? You feel like you got all day. You got forever. When you're in your early 20s, even up into your early 20s, sometimes mid-20s, you feel the same way. I feel like the age 30 is when you really start sitting down thinking like, I got to figure some shit out, right? Now, you got the outliers out there, right? People who go into their 40s, mid-40s, still without having it figured out, you know what I mean? Just winging the shit. And I salute them dudes, man. They brave to me, man. I, I You know, me, time was something I thought about a little bit earlier than most. I didn't always value time as, as much, but I thought about it. Right. Um now, some maybe like, bro, what like does what time like what does time have to do with anything? Time has to do a lot with everything. Because if you're wasting time, because with time, you can't get time back. Right. Like, that's why I always salute everybody that tap in with me, follow my content, listen to my content. Because I don't want to say you wasted time listening to me, but if you do something for five minutes and you didn't get nothing out of that, you wasted five minutes. You know what I'm saying? If you've been in a relationship for five, ten years and you ain't getting nothing out of that, you haven't grown from that. You know what I'm saying? Or grown together. You wasted that time. You know what I'm saying? If you are on a job that you hate coming to work every single day, you wasting time. I'll take it a step further. Those who go get these degrees just to have degrees and just to say, oh, I got my degree from, you know, this school. If that shit ain't marketable, you literally wasted four years and a lot of money. You know what I mean? You can't get time back. Money you can get back, but time you can't get back. And as I mentioned, I've just been kind of pondering on time over the last couple of days and, you know, the importance of it to me. Now, for you, you have to see now, how do I proceed knowing that time is important? If you value time, some people don't value time. They don't care about time. For me, I had to see how do I now move forward with making time a priority for me. Now, I'll, I'll switch topics a little bit, but I'll, I'll come back. So last week, I spoke to you guys about this book that I've been reading called To Think and Grow Rich. Now, it's a great book. I, I recommend everybody go check it out. It, it talks about a lot of different to- topics going towards, you know, financial um Uh, financial uh, freedom literacy. Uh, It talks about, you know, different mindsets towards going to becoming rich and things of that nature. But one of the things that I took away from it was more so the visualization and the discipline piece. Now, today, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the importance of getting rich, how to get rich, and how to set up the next generation. Now, some people may be like, bro, this don't have nothing to do with time. Like, bro, you you know you got us on a on a roller coaster right now not necessarily now i'll say this in the beginning once i learned the value of money the importance of getting rich to me was like designer clothes you know bling bling you know that's that was a, a big song i when i start realizing like you know lil Wayne had like two rolexes you know big chains the cash money chains all the new whips And so I was like, damn, you know, that's what money looked like. You know what I mean? I had the visualization of it. You know what I mean? I didn't have the discipline down pat yet, but I had the visualization of it. But now to me, money means more about my time, how I can utilize my time, how I can spend my time. I'll give you an example. Being rich gives you the opportunity to do what you desire. Everyone tracking. So. If I desire to spend more time with my family, I have more time with my family because I'm rich. I don't have to worry about a nine to five. I'm not stuck in this this box to where I have to be at work from nine to five. I don't have to go and ask my boss, can I have Monday also? I can go to my daughter's track practice. You know, um, can I not have to come in on Sunday? You know what I mean? Because I got this going on. You know, can I do this? Can I do that? Money, being rich, allows you the opportunity to do what you want to do when you want to do it, right? It doesn't doesn't give you the permission to be an asshole. It doesn't give you permission to be, you know, on bullshit, you know what I mean? But it does give you the opportunity to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And for some of us, that's probably why we're not rich yet, right? Our mind is not in that correct space yet. I know for me, being rich, like I said, 19, 20, 21? It would have been all bad. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that I was mentally prepared to handle that level of success at that age. And some of us is 38, 39, 40, 50, 60. You know what I mean? And maybe the reason that you're not rich is because you're just not ready to handle that that level of responsibility yet. Right? That's a whole nother topic for another time, but we'll move forward. So, again, being rich allows you the opportunity to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And so you got to ask yourself what's important to you, right? Or what's important to me? For me, time is what's important. Having the amount of time, having the freedom of time to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, that is important to me. Now, there's been many studies saying that, you know, being able to uh, do what you want to do when you want to do it, to some degree, eliminate stress, right? You eliminate stress, you eliminate certain Health issues that's associated to stress. You know, most people who are rich eat a little different than us. Not saying that, you know, poor people can't eat healthy. I'm not saying that. However, we all know that Whole Foods, Sprouts, Trader Joe's, that shit start adding up after a while, right? So, and we also know that, you know, those different places have better food choices and food selections than Walmart, Food for Less, et cetera. I won't I won't stay there too long but y'all kind of get the direction I'm going. Being rich has its value, right? Now, as I mentioned before, time is 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 something that's extremely important to me. Someone may ask like, "Well, why when did time become important to you?" Now, being in the military, having been in the military for a long period of time, I realized that I've gotten a lot of benefits from the military leadership skills uh Opportunities that I, I probably wouldn't have been able to get, you know, the GI Bill, uh, VA, um, VA loan for housing, all of these different things, I've been able to get value for it, but I definitely paid into it with a lot of diff- with a lot of my time. You know what I mean? A lot of time away from family, friends, etc. Um. So one boom, being rich allows you the ability to spend your time the way you want to, right, or to do what you want to. Now, the biggest question, how do I get rich? Easy, just go rob a bank. No, I'm just teasing. So, for me, I study those who are at the level that I want to get to. Now, during my studying, <clears throat> most of the people that I've, I've, I've studied or I've come across, they all have gotten rich through real estate. Right? Now, some people may come right off the bat, hey, I can't afford no house, I can't afford X, Y, and Z. That may not be 100% true. You know what I mean? Most people who have money or who have gotten, who have started from nothing and got into where they want to be, got there through discipline, right? Visualization and discipline, kind of like what we talked about last week. Now, I'll ask everyone that's listening the people who you look at as successful or being a place that you want to eventually get to what are they doing differently than you so all these billionaires all these millionaires those are the people that i usually I, i watch them i study them i see what were their investments for the week what was their investments for the month me personally that's what i do so whoever you are looking at as your goal like what are they doing differently than you are they saving more money are they minimizing eating out if money saving money is your thing are are they doing are they doing these things? Are they minimizing eating out? Are they, you know, minimizing buying shoes with every paycheck? You know what I'm saying? Now, growing up I used to watch I watched this movie Belly. It came out when I was probably like in a I wanna say ninth grade or something like that. And it was a line. It was DMX and Nas. They was going back and forth. And so DMX or Nas was telling DMX about them like some book he was reading. And so DMX response to it was basically like, Bro, your shorty can't eat uh can't live off of eating books or something like that. Now, obviously, there's importance in education, right? What are you educating yourself on, et cetera? But it's a true statement. The stuff that you buying right now or the stuff that you fully invested into right now, what value does that have to you and the next generation? What value does that have to for you today and what value does that have tomorrow? You know, I mean, you hear a lot of quotes on stuff. To, um, Fat Joe got a big one. Yesterday's price is not today's price, right? That's a real thing, right? You 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 buy a Bentley to look cool today, that shit ain't worth $100,000 tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's worth less. You go buy some Jordans. As soon as you put the mugs on and walk out the store, it's worth less. Now, if you keep them in a box, you know what I mean? If you're a collector, you're saving them and you, you know, eventually going to pass them on to your children so that your children can say, sell them, you know what I mean? God forbid, once once Jordan passed away or all kind of stuff like that, then you start to, you you become an investor in something. And then that, that, that shoe then becomes valuable. But if you just buying shit to look cool today, you're not doing nothing for your tomorrow, and you're definitely not doing nothing for your children. All right? No bueno. I'll leave it at that. I'll go a step further and say say this. If I told you that two pair of shoes, two pair of Jordans specifically, right? Jordans usually go retail 240. So, two, two pair of those, you're talking about 480. What if I told you that 480 bucks could provide life insurance for your child? For the next 18 months and a solid plan. I'm talking about to where God forbid something happened to your child, your child, you'd be able to cover the funeral, cover any expense that's associated with that. Right now, let's take a step further. What if I told you that four prayer Jordans can cover you life insurance wise in the event that something happened to you can then cover your children for three years? Average life insurance policy is about... you. I mean, you could get different policies. You know, I have a couple of different ones. Um, but on average, for all of my life insurance policies, I have three actually. For each one, um, for all total, I'm sorry, I pay probably about $140 a, a month. You know what I'm saying? Probably a little bit less than that. 140 a month, right? But God forbid something happened to me. My kids are covered. My wife can pay off our house. She don't got to worry about that stress. Anything like that, then it's money left over that she can go ahead and use to pay for the kids' college, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, when you start studying a lot of these rich people, or even people who are who start a little bit further from the start than everyone else, or usually, if we, I'm thinking about Monopoly mentally, right? So those who start, you know, with 200 bucks, right? You know how you on the Monopoly board, you pass go, you get 200 bucks, right? Now, those who are starting the game with Eight hundred bucks because their their ancestors their grandparents their grandmother their uh grandfather their you know dad mom all these different people have went across the board a couple of times inherited the, this money and then passed it on to their children right having life insurance is that in real life for your kids being able to sit there and provide your children with life insurance in the event that something happens to you. But one, it takes care of the burial. You know what I mean? It, it, it takes care of all of that drama that a lot of families have to deal with to bury someone. You know what I mean? I've been to a lot of car washes. I've been to a lot of, bought a lot of, you know, plates. You know what I'm saying? To 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 support, you know, family members and friends. But what if it did not have to be like that? You know what I'm saying? With just 30, 40 bucks a month, you know, and I'm ta- when I say 30, 40 bucks a month, I'm talking about like, Five hundred bands. You know what I mean? They got policies where, hey, you just may need a little bit to to take care of your loved one, right? They got stuff that's cheap. You can damn near take care of a a, a small child for a dollar a day. I mean, where well, about a dollar a day? You know what I'm saying? So like thirty dollars a month. You know what I mean? And so I, I I highlight all of this stuff because it's it's extremely important. A lot of times we pass a, le- a pass away. And not only are we, or do our family then got to deal with that mental stress right there from us passing away, but then they got to deal with the financial burden of that. You know what I mean? And it's sometimes a hard conversation to have. You know what I mean? I was trying to have this with my pops the other day. Like, hey, now that grandma gone, like, if something happens to you, like, like you know, what do you have in place? You know what I mean? Let's get something in place now. Like, you getting older, we not getting younger. Like, we need to have something in place in the event that something happened to you. And it's not creating a burden on us trying to take care of you once you're gone. You know what I mean? I ain't looking to get rich, but I don't I don't want to sit there and have to come out of pocket and have to do a bunch of stuff. And that may sound selfish, right? You know what I mean? I'm kind of, you know, going on a tangent in a different direction, but I will end it by saying that life insurance is important. How we spend our money is important. Now, the ultimate result of how we spend our money then allows us the ability to move towards that financial goal you might have set up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So as I mentioned before, a lot of real estate agents, not real estate agents, I'm sorry. A lot of millionaires, billionaires, they are disciplined in their finances, right? They got money allotted for a lot of different things that they got going on. So me, I take a step further. Like I said, I study the billionaires to see what are they doing. I study the millionaires to see what they're doing. Most of them own real estate. Now in California, I get it. Real estate is hella expensive. Um uh, the difference in real estate if you bought in 2017 till now is almost 100% growth. I'll say that again. If You bought, uh, let me put it in better perspective because some people are better with numbers like me. If you bought a house in 2017 in the LA area, which it wasn't no houses in, let's be more realistic. If you bought a house in, say, Inglewood in 2016 and you spent 570,000 now today 2022 7 years later that house is worth probably 1.1 million easy that's 100% a little bit more than 100% appreciation so what are you putting your money in that's going to lead to to that now you got some people that that got talent right you got some people that are they do hair you know they funny they do music you know what I'm saying, they do makeup, whatever the case may be, now they in a good position, right, they're not like us, they, they kind of can still control their time, their destiny and stuff like that, but then you got to ask yourself this, do you want to do that forever, do I want to really sing forever, some people may want to, some people may want to be funny forever, some people may want to rap forever, you know, be, you know, 80 years old out there rapping still, some people may want to do that, and I'm not saying that in a joking way, I'm just saying some people may want to do that, but for other people, Like, what's your end game look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to sit there and do this to a certain level? And then, coach, if that's the case, then start learning how to invest your money and invest your time wisely. You know what I'm saying? And most of the things that appreciate are real estate. You know what I mean? That's going to be able to dictate your time when you're in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Now, me, I invested a lot of time into the military but I was able to purchase multiple properties through the military through the VA loan, which is hundred, uh, which is 0% down, right? So, like for instance, me and my wife, we bought a house in Carson, didn't put no money down. You know what I mean? Zero dollars down. If you would have bought a house in Carson when we bought our house, you would have had to pay like $125,000 down. We didn't have to put any money down. That was one of the benefits I got through the military. Also being able to go to school for free, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But now... All of this money that I'm putting in these different directions, all my time that I'm putting in these different directions, you better believe that I'm looking for a, a return on the investment for it. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's just what I want to highlight to you guys is like, what's your return on the investment? And so I'll recap a little bit. Whatever your end game is, visualize it. Create some steps, create some goals to get towards that then be disciplined in your process of getting towards that, right? Now, whatever it is that you're selling your time, most of us are selling our time, right? If you're in the military, you work at Walmart, you work at Pay for Less, you work for the airport, you're selling your time. Now, those who have their own businesses, they do hair, they do makeup, you're selling your time and your services, right? You're in a better position than us, right? Because you kind of create your own hours as far as, you know, when you want to provide service, et cetera. But then ultimately you want to find something to invest into, right? So that way you can sit there and set yourself up for a better life 10 years from now, or a more relaxed self 10 years from now, or basically set yourself up to, for a position where you are able to better manage your time the way you want to 10, 15, 20 years from now. By doing this, you put your children in a better position because they got you more at the time. Right. And then in addition to that. Better prepare them by preparing yourself today. All right. Whether that be through life insurance, whether that be through saving twenty bucks a month, not getting every pair of shoe that's released, you know what I mean. Like find a way to better set yourself up for success tomorrow, and then put your children, your loved ones, in a better position ten years from now. So that way, when they go to the pass that go, when they when they when they starting, you know what I mean. They not only collecting two hundred bucks every time they pass go but they starting with a thousand. You know what I mean? They starting with a million or whatever the case may be for you. All right. Hopefully everybody was able to benefit from this conversation or this episode today. As always, I appreciate y'all for for tapping into the content. I appreciate y'all support. I love y'all. It's your boy QT. I'm out.